0: Good morning, Blog Talk listeners, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Legally Still Show. I am your host, S.E. Day, and first I want to apologize for last week I was unavailable, and it was S.E.'s big adventure for Mother's Day. I uh, told you that I was going to embark on a trip to Mississippi where things were not as plentiful as they are here in the great state of Florida. Uh, The Internet is somewhat, well, let's just say I was in a remote area where Internet was not that available. So it was hard for me to do a show. So I forewent, if you will, that show and decided to enjoy Mothers for Mother's Day. But I have to tell you, traveling to Mississippi is a trek within itself Uh, after going there. My mother, anytime your mother tells you she has some work for you to do, be prepared. And I don't think I was prepared. Uh, anyway, a long story short, I ended up going to Mississippi, and mother had work for me to do. And it was quite a bit of work. It was so much work that I didn't leave Mississippi until Thursday uh, this week. So I was late getting back here and preparing to get a lot of things done. But let's just say that my mother really enjoyed her Mother's Day present. And I want to apologize to all of the mothers that I did not get a chance to relate to a call for Mother's Day um, because I was so busy. But all in all, it was a great trip. Now I'm back and ready to get back to work. And this show, I want to talk about the entrepreneur in you. This is the segment that we're going on. We have a lot of things going on, a big move coming up here real soon. Uh, the negotiating experience, the book should be ready for a delivery on Monday of, the, of next week. So that's a big plus, a big feather in the cap, and looking forward to it. As well as, <clears throat> excuse me, as well as getting things back on track to launch the local radio site. Um, I've also had some big things going on with the gentleman with the credit issues um, or the credit solutions. And, of course, I'll be bringing him to you. And I apologize for my voice. The sinuses is killing me this morning. And, of course, <clears throat> having to go live on the air and talking plenty. But hopefully I'm coming through a little clearer. I ended up getting some new equipment that I can talk to you directly and hopefully you are picking me up just fine this morning. But the individual with the credit and we're gonna have the blog of course the blog has been it's not been down but it hadn't been reported to and kept up over the last week or so. But all of that information will be coming to you. He and I were supposed to have done a interview on Thursday. But, of course, I didn't get back into town until late Thursday, and by the time I did, uh, my drive to Mississippi was 13 hours. It a 13-hour drive straight, and that's a tiring, tiring, tiring drive. Uh, as I tell people, I'm not as young as I used to be, and when you drive that long, it has a ten- tendency to wear on your body. So I missed my interview with Mr. Kellerman. However, I am going to interview Mr. Kellerman this week, I want to have him live on the show for you, um, but our schedules may conflict. However, I will get a recorded interview for you, and then we hopefully that can lead to a live interview, and you will have a chance to ask all of the questions you need to know or you want to know. So this show, we're talking about the entrepreneur in you. We all have a bit of an entrepreneur in us. It's uh, a matter of if we pursue it or not. And I speak to this because I've been an entrepreneur since 1998, and I don't know any other way to be. I tell people that I can't work for anybody because they would fire me within the first week of being employed or within the second week of being employed. I I would be trying to take over their company. So it's best that I work for myself. I love it. I love the freedom. And I encourage each and every one of you, if you have ever been bitten by the entrepreneurial bug, to act upon it. Now is the time. Now is the best time to do it. And you can really make a mark for yourself. And one of the biggest reasons as an entrepreneur or those people, those individuals contemplating becoming an entrepreneur, is fear. Fear will hold you back. You may think that, well, I can't do it. I'm too used to depending on someone else to pay me. Well, that is true. But if you really break it down and look at it, you're really depending on yourself to pay you. You can only get up and go to work if you desire to get up and go to work. You can only do as much work as you can only if you desire to do as much work as you can. So in essence, you are an entrepreneur now. Whenever you get up in the morning or evening or night shift to go to work and put in punch clock or work for someone else, in essence, you are an entrepreneur. You're working for yourself. The person that, you, that pays you happens to be the one that writes the check, but it's depending on you and the amount of work that you do to actually receive that check. So I want to ch- uh, basically employ or challenge each and every one of my listeners this morning to become an entrepreneur. Do it for yourself. You can make big strides. You can have the freedom that you want. And just the knowledge of knowing that you did it for yourself is a blessing within itself. And my job here is being the host of this show is to guide you in the right direction and give you the information you need to make wise decisions um, because when you're when when you're dealing with becoming an entrepreneur or stepping out on your own and doing your own thing, you want to have as much information as possible. I can tell it to you because I've been there while I was in Mississippi. one of my classmates he was a couple of years ahead of ahead of me in school um, he's been on his job for twenty six years he's been in the national Guard for twenty six years, and he says to me that you know. I'm still a young man, and, you know, retirement is really coming up close from this job. And he is. He's right. He's about 45, 46 years old. And he can actually retire from his job by the time that he's 50. However, he's 50 years old. What else can he do? Um, Because most jobs, your pensions are not going to start paying out until you reach retirement age. So he, at 50, would have another 12 to 15 years before he can start drawing his Social Security. And that's even if Social Security would be available. I was looking at a report last night, and basically the economists are predicting that Social Security and Medicare benefits will run out sooner than expected because of the economy. So he looked at me and he said, how do you do it? How do you stay motivated when things fall, because I started to tell him a little bit about some of the stories of being an entrepreneur and some of the pitfalls that I've experienced, as well as some of the highs. And he said, how do you keep yourself motivated? And I told him simply this, it's a mindset. You have to be willing to give up everything that you think you know before you can move forward to learn everything you need to know to move forward. It was a very simple statement, but it has a lot of weight and a lot of power behind it because in order for you to change your mindset, you have to want to change your mindset, and he will be retiring three or four years from this job unless he stays on longer, and he says, what type of opportunities are here? Well, one of the things that I like about being an entrepreneur is simply this. Once you become an entrepreneur – your your mental opportunity eye, if you will, is open and you can see a lot of things. You can see opportunities in things that other people may not think are viable. So I looked at him and said, I see a bunch of opportunities in this small little town. Now mind you, coming from rural or rural Mississippi where the population in the city is about uh, 1,100, maybe lower, uh, it may be hard to see opportunity. There are no signal lights in the city. There's, you know, a Highway 51 that runs directly through the city, uh, one grocery store, two gas stations, and a hardware store. That's about it. But how can you see opportunity there? Well, one of the things that I told him is this uh, about. 45, maybe 50 miles away, uh, the Silver Star Casino is there on the tribal reservation. Um, So you have the golden moon and the Silver Star Reservation. And the thing that I told him is I said, listen, people make going to the casino a part of their lives here in this little town, in this little county, where unemployment is about 21% in that little county in Mississippi, if not higher But I told him, I said, one of the things that you can do is you can buy a van while you are working on your job, and you can have that van and run shuttles for people wanting to go to the casinos. And after I got to talking to him, he said, listen, I want to talk to you more because I haven't thought of this. Well, that's the part of being an entrepreneur. I see opportunities everywhere I go, everywhere. And it's just a matter of if I want to embark on them or not. Um, I, you've heard, we've all heard the phrase that opportunity knocks every day. It does, but only because you see it as an entrepreneur, you see, you see opportunities at every, every door and it's constantly knocking. Do you have the entrepreneur's eye to see it? If you do, give me a call three, four, seven, six, three, seven, one, zero, zero, eight. That's three, four, seven, six, three, seven, one, zero, zero, eight. I'd love for you to share some of your ideas of being an entrepreneur or just share with answer any of your questions about becoming an entrepreneur i'm telling you now is the right time to do it the opportunities are there we are in what we uh you know consider a some say we're out of the recession but this is the perfect time to start your business this is the perfect time for you to make that leap there's opportunity everywhere um yesterday, and just a clear example of another opportunity, yesterday I was out house hunting, not to buy a house because I wouldn't buy a house in this economy, but house hunting, looking to move. And I went into this neighborhood, and it was an upscale neighborhood that was run down. The neighborhood was only about four years old. So you, you figure, how can it be an upscale neighborhood that's run down? And I say run down. Let me use that statement a little loosely. It was not necessarily run down. It was more of abandoned. So if you can picture an abandoned community with, you know, trash or, you know, flying through it because of the wind or the breezes, this is what this community was like. And just so happened, I was looking at one property there, um, a neighbor pulled in or a a resident of that community pulled in and as he proceeded to exit his vehicle I stopped and I said sir what type of neighborhood is this I mean give me a little bit of its background and sure enough he was more than willing to talk and as he started talking he started telling me that there was pretty much a lot of flight throughout that community after the report surfaced about Chinese drywall well, I had heard something about Chinese drywall. It wasn't really, you know, my forte or what I wanted to know about. But just so happened, the guy starts to tell me that he paid one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for his home, and mind you, this neighborhood is only about four years old. One hundred and seventy-five thousand, and then he proceeds to say that one of the one of the homes across the street was for sale for 49000 and the bank was selling the home for $49,000 because of this Chinese drywall. And I simply said, wow, I see an opportunity. Because if you know a little bit about carpentry or hanging drywall, you can actually get you a good home now. For about forty thousand dollars, you can negotiate with the bank, and then turn around and redo the home if you don't have to hang drywall, and you will have a home where you probably put ten thousand dollars in it. You figure drywall is about six dollars a sheet of an eight by four four foot sheet that you can hang. It takes about a hundred hundred fifty sheets. You're still under six hundred dollars or seven hundred dollars. And now you can go in and redo your home or redo this home to your standards. So there's always opportunities out there. Caller, you're on the air. Um, what's your what's your conversation today?
1: Hello, is that me?
0: Yes, how are you?
1: Good, how are you today? Um, uh, my name is Hugh. I'm calling from Virginia. I just uh, noticed the show uh, focused on entrepreneurs and That's what built this country, and that's the only thing that will truly get it back on track. And uh, There are ways with today's technologies that people can, uh, even if they have a low-level job, can empower themselves and uh, leave a legacy and become entrepreneurs and uh, bless their families and communities. I have a self-taught expertise of what I term creative utilization of information and It's just a question of learning how to think more creatively, interact with existing technologies and with each other in collaborative ways that uh, you can empower yourself very quickly. Hello?
0: Hey, sir, are you there? Yes. Okay. If you would, tell me, what are some of the things that you have used over the years to create that spirit of entrepreneur within yourself, and what drives you to move forward with it?
1: Well, I have entrepreneurism running in my blood. My father was a self-made entrepreneur manufacturer of commercial refrigerators and freezers that bears my last name. Uh, they're in hotels, hospitals, schools, restaurants all around the country and around the world. He passed on in 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother was a supermodel back in her day and actually okay. through some of her contacts I uh, got my father established uh, with what was needed in uh, good connections to get his business to grow. So I have that as a basis. I uh, have a vast and Varied background, and I did work for my father's company for about seven years after putting in four years in the Air Force during the Vietnam era. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I separated because I wasn't getting what I felt comfortable with as far as my future growth. Uh, so I had low-level jobs. Right. I still had a feeling that I wanted to help others, and that's a key in entrepreneuring
0: it's not about
1: yourself it's about helping other people and you can do that in many ways Uh, so I started a little sole proprietorship where I functioned as an independent international marketing consultant and assisted companies in expanding their, their businesses internationally and aligned myself with all kinds of corporations and individuals and what have you. I had some negative experiences back then in the early 80s. Uh, mm-hmm. because I wasn't pre-qualifying who I was uh, dealing with at the time, and at one point I actually exposed the former federal government bureaucrat for fraud. I believe, he was, <laughs> <laughs> I believe he was a CIA operative. I have documentation on all this stuff, which makes it beautiful. If I can share a blog with you, it will give a little bit of a initial information about me. Uh, It has a letter to me from President Obama related to the economy, which I responded to and followed up numerous times without hearing anything further from the administration. There's also a very powerful little uh, motivational poem titled Caring, Sharing on the blog. That poem is also in the President Ronald Reagan Library. It's discussed as a Weapon against terrorism in the interview right. that can be downloaded from the blog and currently I'm using it to help the people of Haiti who can't help themselves to okay. access, uh, just to access the blog you would uh, type the word uh, Google the word creativity the number seven 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 dot com again creativity three sevens dot com and that will bring up the blog and then if you could get a copy of this. Uh, Wall Street Journal article it was dated Wednesday April 27th 1983 written by staff reporter Jonathan Quitney spelled K-W-I-T-N-Y and if you also Wikipedia Mr. Quitney's name he was a wonderful journalist who exposed corruption on a daily basis and even have a, had a television show doing that too for a while Uh, So, uh, one thing that I'm trying to get out to encourage people and show, we all have unlimited creativity. I agree. Uh, We just don't realize that because since birth, we're under some kind of an authority. But in our quiet time, in our free moments, we can look within our hearts and then look to the Creator, whoever you consider that to be, and ask for divine guidance. And then try things you got to take actions that's the only way uh, things happen and you learn from your actions be it a good action or a bad action so I agree yes and uh, sometimes it takes time I mean I'm sitting here fully empowered and I've lost everything uh, that and I've been through everything everybody's going through now right so uh, I, I don't have a need for all the material things and that's another thing i 'm trying to get out to people that we 're all spiritual beings playing a human game, and we're going to go back into spirit and we can't take the toys with us exactly. so why can't we learn to uh that we're all connected and to begin and embrace our differences, drop the racial barriers we can really learn from each other if we you know see the differences that we have can open up whole new avenues and peaceful ways to to do things. Well, sir, here
0: one of the things that I'll say is, you know, I'm listening to what you're saying. I, I do agree wholeheartedly. And I think I made this statement to one of my friends the other day. I said, you know, yes, it is a good thing to get as much education as you can. However, I feel that, and this is a bold statement, but I feel that so much structured education has actually dumbed down an individual's entrepreneurial spirit because that's- having having so much it, it we uh, understanding that education is something that's needed and you should always be a learned person as time go along but one of the things is when you go to college college is gearing you for a job they say career i say job and it really squashes all of your creativity to move forward and do anything um from the, from that entrepreneurial standpoint
1: That's exactly right and uh, as long as anyone has a basic education then you self-educate yourself now the I love the internet because that's the avatar for the future and yes. you'll see more and more free education on there there already is a tremendous amount what you have to make sure of is it's you know qualified uh, that it's not the misleading or, or wrong information, but right. uh, there will be more checks put on that down the road too. Uh, but I, through, I guess the easiest thing I could say to starting out is, and I don't think you have to have any special license for it, but as sort of like a broker and f- assisting people in your areas of interest that have the same interests. Right. Uh, and I picked up many mentors doing that over the years. I had a world-renowned business management and marketing consultant who actually was so fascinated by by what I had in my head back in the 80s. He wanted to start a whole business based around what I had in my head, but uh, unfortunately, he took it ill and died before he could get it up and running. Okay, and that's the, that's the kind of thing that can happen. I. I had a little piece of property that I inherited through my grandfather and I mm-hmm. was trying to sell it and over in Europe they require these uh, seals the wax seals and I found an attorney in the uh, who knew all about that he was 85 years old still practicing with a quadruple bypass he was another one who gave me a lot of encouragement I was working 100-hour weeks at the time, but he was actually begging me to take a real estate course because if I was certified as an agent, then he was only one of two lawyers in New York that could do bank-to-bank closings. That's what he okay. saw in me to, to help him with a, uh, you know, bringing about a bank-to-bank uh, closing that he could take part in. Right. He, he encouraged me every time I would see him, he'd say, never give up and that's another thing that you have to do. People have to really look at me, it took a lifetime, but again, uh, I hope to live another couple of decades to really get it out there. But one simple little thing, this guy was 66 years old before he really started hitting it big, and mm-hmm. he's all over the world now. I think if I just mention Kentucky Fried Chicken, Colonel Harlan Sanders, that's when he started getting famous at 66.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, and and there's another point that I'm trying to get out is that you know we're losing the greatest generation, the people that saved this country in World War II. Mm-hmm. They're dying left and right, but they had the values and that made this country great, and they preserved it for us. And right. we're letting that uh, be taken away from us. And I'm standing in my truth. And I'm going to say, if you have any guts, or you love this country at all, now's the time to stand up and do something, uh, because uh, it's just a shame what's happening. There's no I reason agree. to be uh, being felt up at airports and being bombarded with these X-ray things that uh, came into somebody made millions just bringing this stuff online. Uh, you know, I don't like to give terrorist ideas, but I pointed out that if I was fully uh, trained as a a Navy SEAL on my prime, I could walk naked onto one of those planes and take it down just by splitting heads open and stuff. <laughs> so who's fooling who? You know, let's, right. let's, let's look back at who's looking at us and seeing why they're doing things to us and stop it, because a lot of it's just big business trying to control the little guys. And Bill Gates said if he had to start Microsoft today, he couldn't because of all the restrictions they place on entrepreneurs uh, just starting out. And the a misnomer that people think that small businesses are entrepreneurs. That's not true. Small businesses usually make component parts for large businesses.
0: It's the little
1: guy, the mom and pop, the guy in the garage. That's the guy who made this country. And that's what has to come out. Because with my strategies that are of absolutely no risk, I want to see family sitting around the dining room table again and maybe having dinner and enjoying a conversation about a company that they're going to start because of Junior's interests, and that will be a legacy left to him that Absolutely. will empower him before he even finishes school. And and if parents can run it on the side or whatever it takes over the Internet, and, and it's so easy to do things today over the Internet. My daughter is an attorney, mm-hmm. and she told me about somebody she did some per diem work for who was another attorney who had two hundred companies. One wow. person. Right. So right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, listen. It's, it's it's limitless what can be done if you put your mind to it.
0: Oh, I agree to it. Listen, I'm going to give you um what is your name again?
1: Uh Hugh H U G H.
0: Okay. Hugh, listen, uh one of the things that I want to do, I'm going to schedule a show here in the near future, is and I wanna have a round table uh-huh. of individuals talking from the whole entrepreneur standpoint. I believe you. I, I'm with you. Um, entrepreneurs are the backbone of this country. Exactly. And, and it's not. It, it has been that way and it's going to stay that way. And I want to encourage as many people to become an entrepreneur, sharing this life that I'm living. The That's freedom what I'm of- trying to do. And I'd like to do that and do a roundtable forum where individuals can call in and share their ideas or ask questions and want to have a panel of experts that can talk or attest to being an entrepreneur. And what I'd like to do is have you on on the air with me that day. If, 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 if you can muster that, that would be a great conversation and a great call.
1: Yes, I'm getting a lot of requests like that. I will do that with you if you will call me after the program sometime and we'll set okay. that up. But in addition, I'm going to ask you, and I'll discuss this with you. Okay. I'm looking for people to investigate me fully uh, mm-hmm. because I, I have documentation of my whole past. Right. And I have letters, actually, from when I functioned as a international marketing consultant from large corporations where I openly gave them contacts for trade, and they totally circumvented me, and it looks like they did multi-millions of dollars in business. Right. That's okay because it showed me where they're coming from.
0: Absolutely.
1: I'm looking. This is the most important thing, and I'm sure you fully realize that because you are a successful entrepreneur. You want to build relationships that are totally built on trust, Absolutely. You want an openness uh, with uh, feedback, be it positive or negative, so that you know how to uh, react uh, for the future. Uh, if you have a, a company with a website, you want to attract customers, you want to keep them because of not only good products and services, but other things that you will provide. And that's some of the things that I'll discuss, That could, and you'll hear it discussed in the interview that can be downloaded. I I talk about a a novelty product that I call CEO Fertilizer, Uh, but, (laughs) uh, well, it's meant to do that. It's meant to get your attention and get you to laugh, (laughs) Uh,
0: but actually,
1: when you hear me discuss the aspects of that product, every aspect can actually apply to every existing product, service, and website, and everything coming online in the future. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about incentives, and I'm talking about education. And yes. you can have affiliate links that will empower people from your website by directing them to things that will further educate and, and enhance their lives. And whether or not they come back and thank you for it, you've done something beautiful for the world. Exactly.
0: exactly. Well, listen, Hugh, I have, I got your number. All right. I will, and, and I got your name. I will give you a call the first part of next week so we can just talk. Terrific. Yes, the and
1: if you don't get me right away, because I'm disabled and I don't have email, but if just leave a message if you don't get me, and I'll call back at the number and time you say to.
0: Not a problem. Hugh, listen, I appreciate I appreciate what you've done. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate
1: you. I mean, uh, it's spiritually. That's another thing. As we get off, there's a book. If I can put this in the archives Please, for people to course. read, it's go called course. Spiritual Economics. It's written by Eric Butterworth. There are other forms of economies that we should be looking into because this thing that is trying to be fixed now has broken in the past. It broke now,
0: and, and it I don't think break it's again. Be fixed. No, it can't.
1: Right. Well, it's... God bless you for putting out what you're doing over the Internet because uh, hopefully we'll begin to awaken the masses and show that uh, there are better ways to have a good future.
0: Well, good Hugh. I look forward to it and listen. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday.
1: Thank you, and you too. God bless.
0: God bless you. Um, I really do. I I, I really do appreciate Hugh calling in today. Um, there are a number of things that that I want to share with you, just because of things that I feel, things that I see, and things that I know, and I. I, being able to put this out to you and some of the things that are going on, is going, my goal is to enlighten you to see a few things. And yes, I see that on the chat, and that may be true. That may be true um, of a person having their own agenda, but I can tell you in talking with different people, I can extract out of the conversation. Um, what a person is saying deep inside. I listen to what a person does not say. And I can tell you um, some of the things that Hugh discussed or talked about on the air are some of the things that I feel deep inside. Um, I've been talking for the last couple of weeks about finding alternative uh, means of money or monetary items or assets, if you will. Because things are changing. And I really do want to, to encourage each and every one of you to have a voice. Your voice carries, but only if you make it carry. We can't continue to sit back and watch our lives go down the drains, our livelihoods go down the drain because of a few. And that's what I feel that we've done. We have yielded all of our our control to a few. And empower them to make choices for our lives as a whole. So as we progress through the show, through the summer, um, I'm going to talk about a few things, and I want to get you involved in them. And as I said, um, I'm going to talk about education and what, what education really means and why we've been so blindsided as a people Across the world, not just here in the U.S., but across the world, why we've been so blindsided by education and what it does for you and what it takes away from you. And when I say that it it, it has dumbed some of us down, I really do mean that, um, that our our creative spirits are gone. We are pretty much programmed to our jobs. And if you have not read... Uh, the Law of Success by Napoleon Hill, uh, that was written in—I think Hill wrote it in 1928. If you have not had a chance to read that or listen to it on audio, you can get it on ebook. You are really doing a disservice to your whole education, your whole realm of learning. This is stuff that he wrote back back then, where after interviewing and you know more than 20,000 individuals, those successful, those are those who are not successful. And writing the law of success, it has some really deep, deep knowledge in it to make you a learned person overall. Go out and read it. Find it. You can find it on the Internet. Was it 1927? My producer said it was 1927 when he wrote the book. That's great. Go out and read it. A lot of what he says then holds true today and will hold true 75 years from now. So I encourage you to find the book, read it, read anything that you can that talks about self-improvement from within. Everything that another person has, we're all created equal. We really are. So if we're created equal, why don't we act equally? Why do we act subservient to others if we're all created equally. So these are things that I want to push and keep pushing to you. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Um, Being ex-military, being in intelligence, I understand a lot of what happens, but I also know that we as individuals, collectively, we have the power. Um, And with that being said, um there's a lot of people experiencing along the Mississippi now floods and of course where i was in Mississippi um the Yazoo River is it feeds into the Mississippi River and there are a lot of rivers coming down coming down the the Mississippi throughout the the nation that feeds into the Mississippi well what's happening is and this is the way big companies take advantage. The floods are you know this it's they're talking about the it'll be the great flood of two, of twenty eleven and the last one was in nineteen thirty seven or twenty seven the flood of twenty seven and this is the one of twenty eleven but I noticed that they were talking about the oil prices and or fuel prices going up because of disruption in the service well. Three months ago, they were predicting that at the end of summer, gas would be $6 a gallon in America. Well, with this flood coming along, and it's truly a great flood because there was so much snow and rain in the north during the winter months, that all of that snow started to melt, and it it bled into the Mississippi, and now the waters are just continuing to rise, and it's going to continue all throughout June. But they're saying that in Louisiana, oil production may be disrupted. Well, that's the big, I say, the big reason that oil companies are going to say, well, listen, the production cost has been disrupted. It's going to cost us more money. Uh, We need to get that by fuel costs. And we will be paying $6 a gallon by the end of summer. Now, I also heard in the news this week that there are some legislatures that are talking about, you know, taking away the big breaks the oil companies are having. Go figure. We're giving them breaks to charge us whatever they want. People, we have a voice. And until we use that voice, and that voice is simply this, you control what goes into your tank, into your gas tank. But because you put yourself in a certain position in life where you have to go to your job because you, you are not an entrepreneur in any the, the sense of the word, you have to put fuel in your car. I'm on the highways, and I'm looking, and I'm seeing. It's not affecting anyone. And best believe the big oil companies are looking just like I am. It's not affecting anyone. Gas is $4 a gallon. Yeah, you will fuss, you will complain, but after a while, you get used to it. Gas will be at four fifty in another month, I'm sure, if not $5. And you know what? We'll fuss, we'll complain, but we won't do anything about it. We'll continue to drive. And then they have the audacity to say that it's your fault that the gas price is going up. Because when you run to the tank because of you hearing all of the forecasters, you run to the fuel station and fill your car, you fill it to capacity, well, that puts a strain on the production, which causes the fuel prices to go up. Everything that they can do, they are doing, and we are allowing it because we don't see anything. We continue to drive. Well, I'm looking to move into a neighborhood where I can find everything within two to three mile radius of me, and I can ride my bicycle. I'm an avid cyclist, so why not ride? I encourage more people to ride, get electric golf carts, do something. But the fuel prices are not going to stop rising until we make them stop. Okay, something's coming in on the chat line about the law of success. And it was, what is the best self-made job any individual for any individual in this market? Can you give some insight? What is the best self-made job? Wow. I'm going to say look within yourself. Look and see what it is that you do, you like to do, and then explore ways of turning that into a business. Best believe there's nothing new under the sun and anything that anybody has ever created, somebody wants it. Somebody wants to hear it. Think about it. Um, we're going on a year now. This July will be a year that I've been on the air. I started talking. I didn't know if anybody wanted to hear what I had to say, but I knew somebody had a need to hear what I had to say. So I started talking. And since that time, the show has been growing. It's been growing in popularity. Uh, The message is getting out there. And I created my mantra, bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet. And that's what I drive by. So when you say the best self-made job, the best thing that I can say is look within yourself and find out what it is that you like. Now, then, turn it from a hobby by looking, doing a little research. The Internet is a wonderful tool. Doing a little research to find out if there's a need for what you have. And believe me, if you build it, someone will come. It doesn't matter what it is. If you build it, someone will come. And you find out if there's a market for what you have, there's your best self-made job. It's within you. I can tell you what's in me. I can also tell you that a year ago, I had no idea I would be doing radio. People told me years ago, you have a voice for radio. Yeah, right. I'm a real estate developer. That's what I have a voice for. Well, now I'm doing radio. I'm also writing books, and I love what I'm doing. That's, a, that's another part of being an entrepreneur, the freedom and loving what you do. I love coming to you, talking to you in the morning. I missed last weekend. I actually had felt an emptiness because I wasn't on the air. I want to bring you information. I want to do what I do. And those of you who are listening to me can hear my passion I love what I do. I will not stop doing it. I can do this and retire at doing this. So the best self-made job is find your passion within you and then push forward. So I am going to really be moving on. I am really going to be next week um, really pressed to get you the interview that I've been promising you for months. And we're going to be on. And remember, remember, I don't bring you anything that I don't do myself. I have already signed up with this company for my company to grow my company's credit as well as improve my personal credit. And I will be telling you how good it is. matter of fact, uh, within the first week of signing up with the company, I already had 20 accounts open for my, for my company's credit to bill my company's credit. It's, these people are fast. They believe in what they do. They know what they're doing and I'm already building my company's credit. Within the next six to nine months, <laughs> six to nine months now, I will be able to go out and get fifty to to $100,000 lines of credit because I'm aggressively working my business. It's not overnight. It's strategic. But believe me, it works. So I'm promise you I'm going to bring you that show next week. I hope to have him on the air, but if I don't have him on the air, I will have a recorded session building up to a live interview. And coming across the chat line, yes, this company also works on your personal credit for the same fee. Okay, They work on building your personal credit for the same fee as building your company's credit. They're also, so it's it's a great it's a great deal for a very low cost. I'll make sure I bring that to you next week. I'll have it on the blog uh where you can go and take a look for yourself, and I'm not going to bring you anything that I don't believe in or do myself. So stay tuned. Please tune in next week. We're going to have that interview on the air, be it recorded or the live interview. And if you have questions, please send them to me during the week at the show at legally steal info the show at legallysteal.info, info or leave me a comment on the blog that's bitly B-I-T dot l y slash capital l capital s capital s blog that's lss blog send me your comments you can always find us on twitter we're legally steal that's our tag name legally Steel on twitter send me a tweet Let's talk about it. You have questions about credit, cost, business, you want to tune in next week. Want to tune in next week. I'll have all that information for you laid out. The cost of it, believe me, it's minimal, minimal cost for what you will get. I will have all that laid out for you next week. It will also be on the blog. So definitely I look forward to next week and communicating and talking with you more. Make sure you tune in. Only on the Legally Steal Show, we're bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet. Enjoy your weekend, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Peace.